Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a true crime podcast, as the title suggests. So please consider this your warning, that it's not suitable for children and it probably will contain content that may be triggering to some people. Also, it's an Australian true crime podcast, so Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners should be aware it may contain the voices of deceased people. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. In 2021, Victoria Police announced the formation of a specialist unit to investigate cases of family violence involving its own employees. It was placed within the existing Ethical Standards Command, which investigates complaints against police. 
The unit consisted of 11 dedicated officers, with a remit to investigate the most serious and complex allegations, as well as overseeing all family violence cases involving officers across Victoria. It was an Australian first, but not Vicpol's first attempt at stamping out corruption around assaults committed by officers. In 2014, they set up Task Force Salus to investigate allegations of sexual harassment or assault against current and former Victorian police personnel. It's since been renamed the Sexual Offences and Family Violence Unit, or SOFU, and you'll be hearing a bit about it today, although I'm sad to say it won't be particularly positive. That's because despite the increased funding and specialised units, as we'll hear, the system is still a minefield for a family violence victim whose abuser is a cop, even if the victim is a cop herself. Mary joins us today to tell us about the attempts she and her children have made to have their allegations of family violence fully investigated by Victoria Police. Mary is not her real name. She'd be putting herself at risk of serious legal repercussions if she spoke freely. But as a former copper herself, who was forced out of the job she loved, she's determined to keep fighting for herself and for other victims. We're joined also by Jeremy King, who's the head of the police misconduct team at Robinson Gill Lawyers. I think for me, it's important to get my story out so that other people understand that you're not alone, but also that it can be fixed and victims of family violence and other offences do have the courage and will be treated respectfully and with dignity. But for me, very isolating. You were in an abusive relationship. How long did it take you to realise, do you think, and I say realise because we've found that, that women talk about realising they're in an abusive relationship? Yeah, it wasn't until after our eldest daughter was born and I think the realisation for him was, I've got her now. I wasn't allowed to go out. And if I did go out, uh, one night I did go out when he he barricaded the door. I couldn't get back in the house. Um, the minute I walked in, I walked to the kitchen, I had my head, my hair pulled, dragged to the ground, kicked and punched because I went out for a drink after work. I guess for me, the only bonus was that he was never violent to the children as he was with me. And he always made sure that when it was occurring, that they were very asleep or not in the house. But then the children did wake up and come out on some occasions and see me cleaning up, you know, holes on in the wall or broken glass. And he always said to me, if you ring the police you know exactly what's going to happen. They're going to walk in and see you absolutely beside yourself and crying and all that sort of stuff. And I'm going to be able to stand up there as a the male, yeah, the male police officer in this. And he would say to me, and I'm higher rank than you and I would probably be higher rank than the members coming to the house. And he'll be able to say, look at her, she's crazy. Yes, and that's what he said. I'll just tell him you're crazy and you'll never see your kids again. And I will take you for every cent that you have. He ended up in some pretty big task forces without very big, naming them. Yeah. Yes, some very big task force, a lot of big jobs and stuff that he worked on whilst he was climbing up through the ranks and stuff. Very good at his job, don't get me wrong, but it was more important to him than, than his family, for sure. 
His attitude towards sex is pretty disturbing. Yeah. So unfortunately for me, there was a so many, so many occasions where I was um, forced um, to have sex. I would also receive multiple, multiple text messages during the day at work harassing me uh, for photos or, and then I'd get abused if I wasn't sending um, photos. And when you say forced, it's interesting. Jeremy, if I can cut to you, you're our legal expert. What I've noticed in some correspondence between Mary and another police member is that when you talked about what you said was forced sex, and I would tend to agree, um, literally kicking you in the back and physically kicking you out of bed to the point that once you hit your head on a bedside table and you were knocked unconscious, demanding sex, climbing into the shower with you after you were separated, and the other police member saying, no, that's not, that doesn't count as forced sex, or that may not seem forced in a court situation, and harassing Mary for photos of her breasts while she's at work isn't a crime. I think it's a pretty outdated concept to think that, you know, that you can't have rape in marriage. Yeah, I mean, right. I thought that went out in the 70s, didn't it? That's what it sounded like to me. That's what it read like to me. It's certainly been my experience that Victoria Police is a very hyper-masculine organisation and it doesn't shock me that, that those were the views. So obviously having worked in certain areas, consent in the Crimes Act, if you're in fear for your safety or what have you, and and it happens and you're not fighting back, that is rape. Uh, I can't explain the words to describe the devastation. Yeah, pretty much told me that there's no offending here. I couldn't see anything in my statement as to why there would be a reason for them to go ahead. To sit there and listen to those words come out of two members was... Horrific. I remember walking, driving home, and I sat in my garage for two hours just sobbing that this was happening to me. And the worst part for me was walking out of that station and thinking, wow, after 19 years, if this is how I'm treated as a member of the Blue family, the biggest devastation for me was what is happening to the civilian or public victims. And there were times when I did speak to colleagues and told them what was going on and we are bound by mandatory reporting that if we do, someone does disclose something to us, another member, that we are to report it. You can't unhear it. You can't unsee it. You have to do something about it. And unfortunately for me, (laughs) that never happened either. No, I saw one note where... Somebody said, I wish you'd told us that you were going to take out an IVO because now it's more paperwork to do. Yeah. So it all came about my youngest daughter, she would have been just 16 at the time. She was on her way home from a football match. This is after um, the girls and I had left and um, she rang me and I could hear the argument and he was just screaming at her and And then I realised, oh, I'm not supposed to be speaking. I need to just listen because I've always told her, record it, ring me so I can hear what's going on. And um, the minute he realised I was on the phone, oh, hi, how you going? I'm like, and then she got home and she's like, mum, I can't do this anymore. Can you please get an intervention order out on on dad? 
when I did speak to Victoria Police about the family violence and everything that was going on, the initial uh, conversation I had with PSC, so that's Professional Standards Command, they investigate. That's what in the movies used to be called um, internal affairs. Yeah. Yeah. They're the unit who investigate police. Well, in the movies, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, 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 okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, yeah, so speaking with them, obviously relaying the safety concerns and everything about the ex-husband and he's still behaving uh, in a way where he's abusive, even through text messages with the kids, myself and, and everything that was still going on. And knowing what he was capable of doing to me, I was very scared, still very, I got um, security cameras on the house just as a backup to be safe and everything. So normally in those circumstances, when there is a concern for safety and so forth, police usually take out a family violence safety notice, which is like an intervention order, but issued by police. That didn't occur. Normally, they're supposed to come out and speak to the person from the victim of family violence. That didn't happen. They were supposed to ask the 39 marim questions that give you an indication of a risk assessment, like there are certain questions that give you a score. So then it gives a risk assessment as to whether or not uniform, take courage, continue, or it goes off to the Family Violence and Investigation Unit and so forth. So, And they never came None of those questions were ever asked of me, and they must, they're mandatory questions at any family violent incident. Mm. I have no doubt that the LEAP report, so our reporting system, that the reports would not have been done on the time. They have to be done straight away, so they're on the system. Just to explain what LEAP is... LEAP is the database that police use. And so technically every time police have an interaction with somebody, they should record it on LEAP oh, and they yes. should record what happened on LEAP. Yep. And that is, you know, that can, that can be important because it can assist with showing the pattern of behaviour and the history of it and what's sort of been going on. And so it can say, well, you know, if you reported it this time, this time, this time, this time, this time, what you're seeing, unfortunately, in cases like Mary, sadly, whether as a police officer or as a perpetrator, is often LEAP isn't filled out or isn't put in because they don't want necessarily to be an electronic or a paper trail um, that can go back and be used against them down the track. But don't get me wrong, there's a difference between, say, the members on the van at the police stations, brilliant in doing that, that work. But when you're then going, reporting to a higher ranking people who don't usually do that sort of work, have not complied with any of the policy procedure or anything in relation to my incidents. It's very frightening. Having spoken to some high-ranking members of Victoria Police, I know this was a dream. This was a genuine attempt, and I believe in their heart of hearts, this was a genuine attempt to fix a problem that has existed since the dawn of time. So what's the alternative then? Because this was the attempt by the the assistant commissioners, to create a body that stood outside of the sort of local stations so that you, Mary, didn't have to go and report this like most of us do to our local station. So what's the alternative? Well, the, the alternative is clearly independent oversight. So the alternative is like if you if you make a complaint about a doctor, you mm. don't go to the doctor's practice, you go to APRA. Right. <laughs> you know, if you make a complaint about a police officer, you should be able to go to an independent organisation that can independently assess your complaint, investigate your complaint, 
and then make sure that you get some sort of outcome as a result of that. If you complain about NAB, you're going to AFCA. I don't see why people who are complaining about police, where often the stakes are a lot higher, have to complain to the same organisation and they get to deal with it all completely in-house in their own control and in their own time with no oversight of what they're doing. We have IBAC. IBAC can bring criminal charges against officers and they have the power to do that when they need to do that. But the problem with IBAC is they only take 1% of complaints. So you are going to be one of the very, very fortunate few if IBAC take on your complaint and actually do something with it. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The criminal matters for me are not going ahead. The Office of Public Prosecutions uh, reviewed my case and because I could not particularise every date and time that I was assaulted, uh, sexually assaulted, that he wouldn't be charged with those matters. There is uh, a diversion. So what he was charged with contravention of the um, interim intervention order by posting photos of my daughter on Facebook. Black and white. Absolutely. There's no, you can't refute that. So he was under a court order to not post photos of the girl. Correct. So that was one of the conditions of the intervention order, the interim intervention order, I should say. And he was given a diversion. So in this case, what happens? Does he go and pick up garbage at the beach for no, a weekend? Or? So he was also charged with assaulting my youngest daughter. So there was an unlawful char- unlawful assault charge in there as well at the same time as the breach of intervention. Right? There was quite a few breaches, but they rolled them all into just one, one offence. And he was given the opportunity of if we withdraw the unlawful assault against my daughter, would he agree to the diversion? So kind of admitting guilt um, that he did do it. And has that impacted on his career at all? Not at all. It's not classed as a conviction. His diversion was in December and then he was given the opportunity and resigned around March. And don't get me wrong, in terms of the investigation side of it, because Sofu didn't take on my investigation because of conflict of interest, 
it then got given to um, a detective superintendent. So obviously with the rank structure, the investigating member has to be of higher rank than the person who's been investigated. She did amazing job. Oh, great. She really did. But the only problem with it was she also runs a whole division and she's got all these other portfolios and all this other stuff that she has to do. So she was slotting in statements, getting other members to help her out and all that sort of stuff. But even to this day, on the day that I retired from Victoria Police, she was the only one who contacted me to say good luck on your retirement. I have not had contact with VicPol since October last year. And they're supposed to contact me and speak to me regularly in relation to being off on work cover. So I ended up going on work cover because I just could not deal with the lack of investigation, the lack of care of how they were treating me um, after I reported everything that had been happening and it just got all too much. Um, The treatment I got, you know, is it worth it? Do you really want to do this? Um, Just still... And yeah, having to retire. Not only have they not done their job properly, they've also haven't looked after the welfare of one member, two, and victim. Yeah. A Victorian woman who's reporting a crime. Yeah. Yeah, who's reporting rape and family violence. It's really that simple. Yeah. And basic, basic protocols have not been followed. Yeah. And then we get to why. It's frightening, beyond being upsetting, very upsetting. It's these protocols haven't been followed and your safety has not been prioritised. It's terrifying to me. We're just lucky that he didn't do anything bad. This is it. Uh, After all the promises we've been made about improving these things for women, it's really frightening. You know, the whole purpose of the Family Violence Code of Conduct and the Family Violence Royal Commission and so is supposed to be for harm minimisation. And I can tell you my harm has not been minimised throughout this entire process and I just hope that that comes into play in their thinking and this does not happen to anyone else ever again. We reached out to Victoria Police seeking a response to this interview with Mary. They told us they would not be supplying anyone for an interview, so we emailed them through some specific allegations, such as the failure of basic protocols being followed in Mary's case, like the Marum questionnaire and the entry of events into the LEAP system. We received a short reply that made no reference to those allegations. You can read both our email and their reply on our Facebook page. Thank you to our guests today, Mary and Jeremy King. If you need support after listening to this podcast, you can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or contact 1800 RESPECT on 1800 737 732 or 1800respect.org.au. Indigenous Australians can contact 13 Yarn on 13 9276 or 13yarn.org.au. Thank you for downloading this episode of Australian True Crime. We'll be back next week. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. 
Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Australian True Crime, the nation's leading independent true crime podcast, is hitting the road with our live show. We're coming to Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane this July and tickets will be available starting May 10th at 9.30am sharp. They sold out in two hours last time, so do not dilly-dally. We know the suburbs of Australia are teeming with some of the most intriguing and chilling true crime stories the world has ever heard. Don't miss the chance to dive deeper and get involved with a live Q&A. With over a million and a half downloads monthly, these tickets will sell out. So keep an eye on our social media pages and check the podcast bio for direct links to purchase yours as soon as they're released on Friday, May 10. I can't wait to see you there.